What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, as usual, welcome back. You know the rules, you know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know what it is that we're here to do. But if this is your first time joining us, well, also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Also to help destigmatize the conversation around our mental health struggles and to encourage you to talk openly and honestly about what's going on in your life within your life. So what's on the agenda for this week? Well, I had to dig a little bit deep for uh, for this week's show as I was kind of coming up dry. I haven't really been doing uh, a lot as of late. Uh, I did start on a additional uh, medication to try and help combat some of the... Uh, really low lows I was having as of late and uh and I'm 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 working some some self-esteem sort of program um as recommended by my therapist so we're gonna see how that shakes out don't want to uh prematurely report back on how things are going there because uh, I'm still in the beginning of the journey so we'll see how, how some of that shakes out. But what I did decide to touch upon, uh, I have sort of an, an Apple notes of just things that I've jotted down uh, over time that I would want to address here at some point or talk about at some point here on the show. And I've gotten through a good amount of it over the three years that this show has been up and running you know is episode 163 we covered a lot of ground over time but every once in a while something new comes to mind and i'll jot it down for me to hit it whenever the the mood strikes or in this case when i seem to be coming up empty with something relevant to the moment and I can't even begin to tell you exactly where this came from or what prompted it. Uh, my, my, I have notes, but they're not like super detailed. So it's not like, let's, exa let's explain exactly when, who, what, when, where, and why this happened and the context around it. I don't have that. I just have like little things to make sure that I, I can maybe remember uh, the overall concept later on. But the, the note that I had made, which I wanted to talk about, and then it, you know, started to refresh a little bit in my mind, was I wanted to talk a little bit about happiness. And, uh, and sort of, I guess, this misnomer about it. You know, one of the, how to explain this. We live in a world that constantly preaches the quest for happiness. 
we're constantly sold on the idea of trying to make ourselves happy all the time. And in that way, and in a number of ways, happiness is sort of like a drug. And there's chemical reasons for it. When we do things that make us happy, they, there's a chemical reaction in our body, in our brain, that makes us feel good. And it comes from all sorts of things. Right? When we do things that we like, when we do things that make us feel good, when we do things that bring us joy, when we do things that make us happy, there is an immediate positive response within ourselves. And as a result, we want more of that. Because the alternative is feeling shitty. I mean, sure, there's probably like a middle ground, right? Just feeling sort of meh. You know, there's those days where you're just like, eh, you know, whatever. You're not happy, you're not sad, you're just, you're just whatever. You're just baseline, right? Just average, just, just even keel, middle of the pack, nothing special, just whatever. But that's not, that's not like a, like a feeling, I guess. You're just operating, right, coasting along until there is some type of feeling, right, either positive or negative. The needle doesn't get moved a lot on mid. So in this regard, yes, it's a very binary choice, right, positive or negative, up or down, happy or sad. And the negative doesn't always feel great. For the most part, doesn't. Feels pretty shitty sometimes. And when those things hit, we say to ourselves, man, this sucks. Let's get back to happy. How do we find happy? Let's get back to happy. Happy feels good. This feels shitty. This sucks. I don't like it. How do we get back to feeling good? How do we get back to feeling happy? How do we get back to that side of things? And, you know, especially living in the United States, this is a capitalist society. So we're constantly sold on all the things that are out there for us to do, for us to have, for us to buy, in order to make ourselves happy. But constant happiness is an illusion. You can't be happy all the time. It's impossible. And I think for a real long time, I had difficulty accepting that. Because when I felt bad, when I felt sad, when I felt angry, frustrated, any... any sort of negative feelings for a long time, I felt like that meant there was something wrong with me. Because look at everybody out there. Everybody else looks like they're doing okay. Everybody looks like they're fucking fantastic. I'm making assumptions about other people. And as we've talked about, other people present to you what they want you to see. They show you what they want. 
They don't always show you the mess. Sometimes they show you the highlight reel. Oftentimes they show you the highlight reel, right? Which is that everything is awesome and they're happy all the time. And when you're not happy all the time, you say, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I be like them? They look like they're doing great. In reality, they're probably not. They probably got all kinds of shit going on in their lives behind closed doors that you don't know about. But it doesn't make you feel any better because you don't know that for sure. So you just assume that everything's great because that's what they want you to think. And as a result, the quest for happiness begins. Because you don't feel great about what's going on in your life, and they look like they do. So how do you get there? What do I need, right? But no matter what it is that you go get, it will never be enough because you can't constantly be happy. It doesn't matter what job you get or the partner you find or the car that you buy or the dinner that you eat. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how many muscles you have, how smart you are. You can't be happy constantly. And this isn't me trying to be Debbie Downer. This isn't me trying to shit in somebody's cereal or pee on their party or poop on the party or pee on the parade. I don't know why it all involves human waste. But regardless, I'm not trying to be super negative here and, and undercut somebody's happiness. What I am saying, though is that there's a balance. You will feel negative feelings. You will feel sad. You will feel frustrated. You will feel angry. You may get uh, miserable. You, you know, there's all sorts of things that, that, that come into play. And I think for a long, long time, I was really, really desperate to not be in a lot of those spaces. Because I thought it may, there was something wrong with me. And so I was constantly trying to find and attain happiness to make myself feel better. But you get a little taste of happiness and it feels pretty good. And then you want some more. So you keep looking for it. Because once again, the alternative is feeling shitty and that's no fun. But unfortunately, it's also a part of life. It's a part of life. It's a part of life some days to just not feel great about things. Be pissed off at your boss 
or frustrated with your spouse or uh, inconvenienced by whatever. It's just life. These things happen. And they suck. Yes, they do. But you can't avoid suck forever. But we're told that we should try, that we should be able to. Right? If you just do this one more thing, if you just buy that one more thing, if you just have that one more thing, Oh, and it's all material stuff. That bring about temporary happiness. But with temporary happiness, well, it's fucking temporary. It doesn't last. So once it runs out, what? You got to go try and find another one. You got to get your happiness fixed. Just inject it right into my veins. But it's unrealistic. Doesn't stop us from trying, though. The human curse is pursuing something that doesn't exist. Never-ending happiness, constant happiness, doesn't exist. That doesn't mean you shouldn't strive to be happy as best and as much as you possibly can, I guess. However, it also means that you can't run away from the sadness either. Or the anger or the frustration or... You can't. Because guess what? That's a part of you too. And a lot of times when those feelings do roll in and we sense that they're on the horizon, we say to ourselves, I got to get the fuck out of here. Why? Because it's, it's, it's not a great time. So we go back on the search for more happiness. Got to get this shitty stuff out of here. Bring on the cool stuff. I don't like this doom and gloom. Give me fucking candy and rainbows. I know I spend a lot of time really trying to avoid that negative stuff as best as I could. And the more you search for the happy stuff, the more that you try to make yourself happy all the time. I think the harder you wind up being on yourself when you can't achieve something that's not achievable. And so for a long, long time, when I did think that, you know, maybe there's just something wrong with me, that I can't fucking be happy or find happiness, in reality, there wasn't. I was probably on par with everybody else, dealing with their own shit. But guess what? Because nobody ever fucking talks about this stuff... It makes it really easy to feel alone and isolated and like you're the only one going through it. You 
You know, when you talk to somebody, you're like, how are you? It's all the highlights. Oh, well, I did this, and I did that, and this is great, and that's great. And, uh, nobody's ever like, yeah, things are fucking not great right now. I mean, I am sometimes. I'm sure that it's makes people feel uncomfortable when it comes up in the conversation. But I also don't care because I just choose to be honest and present my life as it is. Because if there's anything this show uh, evidences, it's the fact that, you know, sometimes just talking about the mess helps other people come to terms with the fact that their own fucking mess exists. So why try to hide it? Why try to sweep the mess under the rug or hide it in the closet or put it under the fucking bed? Just tell everybody this is the mess I have. And sometimes I feel happy and sometimes I feel not. And all of it is okay. But to try to pretend that things are awesome all the time and to try to then search out that things are awesome all the time. Awesome doesn't happen all the time. When everything is awesome, nothing is awesome. Sometimes we have to feel shitty so that the awesome stuff feels more awesome. I don't know, maybe that's a rationalization, but... It's been a little bit easier for me coming to terms with the fact that constant happiness doesn't exist and is not a real thing. For a long time, I think I really truly believed that it was. And I thought every time I felt uh, pain or, or anguish or suffering or upset, you know, it was just setting me back. It was just moving me further and further away from the goal, the goal of constant happiness. But it's a fucking oasis. Can't get there. Get happy in bursts, happy in stretches. And yeah, when it goes away and you're left with the rest, you strive to get back there. Which makes sense. It makes sense because fucking feeling good is better. Right? Sometimes you just gotta wrap your wrap your arms around. Not feeling ideal. And just sort of sit in those moments and feel them for what they are. And know that the happiness will come again at some point. You just can't have it all the time. And to believe that you can is sort of foolish. So enjoy the happiness when it's here, when you have it, when it hits. But take it for what it is. And don't try to hold on to it at all costs. It's just an unrealistic standard to try and set for yourself and one that 
I think just sets you up for disappointment, if anything else. And on that note, I think I'll call time for this week. So there you go. Something to chew on, something to think about for the week ahead. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you this week. That's the show. All right? All right. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can still do that on Instagram at the Mr. Donnelly. Um, keep track of my paintings. They're still going up there if you want. On Twitter, you can follow me at Infamous Kid. Uh, make sure you subscribe, follow, uh, like the podcast in all the places. Uh, if you do it, you, you get some kind of prize. Uh, what that prize is, I don't know. We'll learn about that at the end of time. Uh, but in the meantime, it just makes your life easier. So just go ahead and do that. And um, if you find yourself in a dark place in crisis mode and you need help, whether it's you, yourself, a loved one, a family member, whoever it is. Yep, that's right. You and yourself. Uh, the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline exists for those very moments. 1-800-273-TALK. So 1-800-273-8255. Or you can very simply just dial 988. Uh, that will connect you to a crisis counselor. They're available 24-7. They'll talk you through what it is that you're dealing with, what you're struggling with. So if you need to talk, please use it. That's what the resource is there for. That's the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or 988. All right, I'm out of here. I'll see you back here next week. I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It kind of just happens. Mm -hmm.